Hello and welcome to the No LSD For Me podcast. This is where we get together and talk about how we don't take LSD. Straight edge. I feel such a weariness about the world right now. I don't know if I'm getting <laughs> older or if Covioid has dulled my senses or if the events in the world have perfectly conspired to just make me so overwhelmingly numb. But when Anthony Fantano looked deep into the camera displaying his thick caterpillar mustache and said that's not even the sussiest thing about this among us i felt as if i truly transcended from this plane and i don't mean in an lsd way because this is the no lsd podcast straight edge my i was not floating above my body my soul descended below my body and i felt a sense of of no care no regard for this world or uh, or the its people that I have not felt in a long, long time. Wow. Yeah, dude. I'm That's a much more eloquent way to put what I said about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. This is cursed. No, uh, Logan. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> I, I mean, rumor on the street is that you may have had the covioid. I may have had the the coronavibus. You know oh, what I oh, mean? the vibes are unmatched. <laughs> the vibus may have happened. It may have taken from me my work ethic. My desire to maintain my friendships, my uh, sense of smell, which has actually been the most devastating one, believe it or not. Uh, Truly, I feel as if I cannot see a color right now. I mean, before last week, you were listening to the voice of a man who could see green the color green and all its beautiful lights and darks. If and you keep going, we're going to get a visit cdc.org for more information. Below and now this. you are seeing the face of a man who a virus has chroma keyed his life. And now all he sees is the black dark emptiness of default Adobe after effects backgrounds everywhere. He looks, that's what you're listening to right now. I, I felt that from you. It's like you text Logan and you know, usually he just gives you that thumb thumbs up react. Yeah, we got a full text back. Yeah, he's actually been texting. It's it's a little It's surprising. He made it's, a like a little emoji with headphones on it. Honestly, yeah. like the old school yeah. emoticons. That little emoji is how I want to be in the world right now. <laughs> just separate from it. Away from away from this world and its people and its problems. Okay, but, watchman. <laughs> calm down. It really is supposed to... Whatever that panel of the blue guy standing on the moon is, I feel like... Yeah, I have a shirt of that panel. That's a rad panel. Yeah. Actually, I do want to be connected to you guys, so you know what? We're, we're making progress. Moving forward. Yeah. If your friend gets coronavirus, he might start texting you. You know? <laughs> might be a symptom. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, never that no bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> He might start texting you. Be ready. <laughs> Be ready. Yeah, and yeah. No, I legitimate, legitimately though. Last week, you you reached out, and we talked for a minute, and I could feel that the drain, the drain existed. I could feel the drain through. Text. I really, you know what, Blady, Blady, and his and his posse are known as the Drain Gang, and they've frequently been asked. What does it mean, because English is their second language, what does it mean to be drained, to be draining? And he says it's not necessarily a negative thing. To drain is to take energy from things around you and to take that energy out of yourself and to feel the flow of the universe's energy as it goes from your environment through your body down into some deep abyss. This is the No LSD For Me podcast. You know, I saw a tweet today that said, y'all be listening to Blady unironically? 
and I thought about sending it to Logan, and then I put my phone back down. <laughs> you're just you're just mad that I'm the most drained member of this podcast. I don't have yeah. any idea what Blady sounds like. I just saw it, and I was like, Logan would like go this. listen. That's go as far as that seriously. Go listen to three three three. He. He recommended 333 to me, and it totally sold me. Is it an it album actually, or a song? It's an album. Seriously, do it's it. A little, it's a little much. I understand if you can't drain that hard for that long yet, Cody. To, I understand if, you're not, if your drain muscles have not reached enough form for you to horrible. have the endurance. Yeah, this is horrible. You, you do Hit, have the to, <laughs> Hit the button. Hit the button. You do you have know, to remember that Cody, This it's definitely not his vibe, though. It's, I don't think Cody's drained enough. I was surprised Jake was drained enough. Pleasantly surprised, but, you know, the average drain level of this group is admittedly pretty low. Dude, Keys to the City seriously still ends up on my playlist. Like, it's, true. it's such a good song. Ugh. Uh, but I guess we have to talk about bad music eventually. Hit the button. I <laughs> Well, uh, well, I guess we're not well, pre-gaming now. No, I was just gonna, I was just gonna interject and say that um, I think I might know part of why you're so drained as well, and that's Conan's. Conan's show switched networks this week. Is he not I, on TBS anymore? Yeah, he switched. He made to a what? switch. I, I don't, I don't know the details. He, he hasn't even really talked Pain. about it. But I, I understand. You know, Conan switched networks. It's a hard time. I'd be pretty screwed up. Too. If this doesn't bring us any closer to the MMA fight, I can't bring myself to care about this news. The this is this has been the Logan's so mental good. health podcast. Yo, I started playing Hellblade Sinnoh's Sacrifice this week. It's mm-hmm. a really good representation of like mental illness in video games. Yeah, I was playing Celeste. That is also a good representation of mental illness. It's a good representation. obsession. Yeah, specifically the mental illness. Freaking mountain, man. I was playing uh, Resident Evil Village, and uh, oh, I was like, <laughs> I was going to say that's a good representation of a uh, mental illness. <laughs> that's why I freaking pre-ordered it. Man. You know, the harder you think about it, really, all games are representation of mental illness. <laughs> I mean, it's not helping us kill the mammoth, is it? So, really, I mean, what is it good for? Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. All right, Damon, you're on the album this week. All right. So, Speak to him. Uh, finish. Oh, well, I guess finish the last name. John. Lennon. Paul. McCartney. McCartney. Ringo. Star. And George. Harrison. Harrison yeah. yeah. I thought Why you guys you have were, us do that. Yeah. What, what was that because every, for? Because everyone knows all the members. Every member. I never what? knew any of Drake. Them. Wow, I did it again. <laughs> Look, how did I do that? Well, <laughs> like, not even his real name. Bands. I'm saying bands, you know? Like, Skrillex. Oh, how do you do that? <laughs> it's All like right. everybody knows his name. Yeah. Dead Mouse. <laughs> that is his legal name. It's literally Dead Space MAU5. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I used Dang. to call him Dead Mal5 in the game. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. That That's was crazy. before, like, like Curse. I would try to talk to people Truly. about the music I listened to, and I'd be like, "Dead Mal 5. We're, we're trying to, the reason I stopped uh, listening to dubstep because there was like a real brief stint, and like the time scary monsters and nice sprites came out. I was like, "Man, this is different and cool." And then people started saying, "Dead Mal 5. I was like, "Man, I hate myself forever listening <laughs> to that." And it's been like eleven Dude, years. Dude, Dead Mouse is—he's still—he's such a meme. Even still, he still makes videos about why he doesn't like dubstep. Dude, there was a kid oh we went God, to middle school with. There was a kid we went to middle school with who had like the Dead Mouse head. Gavin. Oh, oh, nice. That's actually pretty cool. sick. You know what? Hey, we're trying to talk about the four most in- influential humans to ever yep. walk this planet. No one I'll, ever has come out of uh, England that's been more influential. I'll, Not a soul. Name, name another band who all four members, who we all know the names of, 
all had number one singles. Definitely not the Strokes because they get, we got made fun of for not yeah, knowing all the names yeah. of that. I can, uh, I can name Julian Casablancas. That's it. That's yeah. all There's you need. probably <laughs> no other band that I can name all the members. Honestly, really? Yeah, I, can, I don't think Rush. So. Rush. Alex Lifeson, Geddy Lee, Neil Peart. Yep, there it is. Now three of them. It's kind of cheating. Not even you don't know any? It's, it's not, not really even a real thing. band Dude, if it's only three people. No, I don't even know the name right, of the two guys at Panucci's Pizza. <laughs> I know what... Uh, no, actually, I do. Just kidding. Right I do on. know both of them. That's probably think, okay. it. You know what? As a counter-argument, I don't think knowing the band member's name is any remote indication of their importance. Uh, uh, not necessarily. Uh, really a good amount of the Bush family. Uh, and Actually, <laughs> you know yeah, what? No? Jeb. Here's the deal. Jeb, Laura, George. I Laura, actually, Barbara. Hey, yep. George W. Hang on. This, this actually, I'm going to call bullcrap on that. It doesn't necessarily mean it's more important, but it means you spent time learning about them it means i've had it shoved it, down my throat it means it's been talked about. it means what the, what this means what this really means is that the narrative of the individual beatles and their personal artistry and their activism was more important than the band that's what it means that we know all the names it doesn't mean anything about the quality of the music it means that this was a band Bro. where people disproportionately cared about the individuals as celebrities or perhaps i'm pretty sure they had like number one record before anybody really cared about anything yeah or perhaps they were so influential on a generation that just so happens to be the generation right above us that they were excited to show the music to the younger generation maybe yeah that's I'll just tell you, I'll, tell you exactly you why. I'll tell you exactly why i'll tell you exactly why this is the one moment this is the one moment of my entire 24 year long life a in long which time. i could have actually named all the beatles back to back and that's because two pregame for this episode i read the entire Scaroofy hate article about the Beatles. The what? This is the one, if you had pointed at me at any other time, I might have been able to say John Lennon and that would have been it because I have made it a point in my life to not care about the Beatles. That's, That's how much weird I was out of the womb. I came out of the womb. I came out of the womb kicking, this is horse screaming. Theory. The doctor asked me, he looked down at me as a newborn baby and said, why are you crying? And I'm like, because I know I'll grow up with Beatles fans. Yeah. I, I'm with Cody. This I, is horseshoe theory. I am Totally. I haven't even said the name of the album yet. Hey, but let's not stop it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Oliver Tree has a new video coming out this month. Yeah, I don't even want to talk him. about Therefore, he does not. So, wait a minute. Do you have to follow to block? Nope. You don't? You nope. can block without can following? Block. Why? Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> I won't get sponsored. anything sponsored from him either. <laughs> uh, even okay. though, like, fair, fair. My sponsored on Instagram is not as good as Twitter because I've blocked so many accounts. So, on you Twitter blocked Oliver sponsored. Tree, but you didn't block Hunter Gex? What's up, dude? Do they even have an Instagram account? I don't know. Yeah, uh, Laura Les does. Dylan know, Brady's that? That's the two. Oh, oh da- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that should say something about how much less annoying 100 Gex's marketing is, is that he doesn't have to do that. Yeah, well, yeah, well 100 Gex hasn't sold like 100 million albums either. So. Well, you're, they have, though. But uh, they have, though. But they have, they have definitely one, not sold as many one hundred million. You're smoking crack. <laughs> I no. am looking this up right now. No, definitely not. Record, but, but streams. Sold. They've gotten a lot of streams, but there's no way they're even close so to Logan, streams. Logan, who's your favorite Beetle? I don't even want to. Why are you guys? My starting? favorite Beetle. My favorite Beetle. <laughs> Is Ringo? I like Paul. <laughs> Listen, I, I like, like Five Hundred Days of Summer as much. I as I like the, the next Ringo guy. video. I, Peace and love. Every, Stop sending me mail. Peace and love. Hey, you got Every it. time I think of Ringo, I just think of that. It's like a real small, like 10 second bit on Family Guy 
where it's like all the members of the Beatles and Ringo writes a song and they're like, oh, that's great, Ringo. We're going to put it on the fridge. And they just hang it up and walk away <laughs> and never acknowledge it again. Every time I hear the name Ringo for no apparent reason, okay. I think of the drummer of the Who when he lit himself on fire and jumped out of the hotel. And I don't even know why. It's Moon? just... I. Yeah, Did he die? Keith Moon. No, Keith, no, Keith Moon's legitimately great. I know. I don't know why, but every time I hear Ringo Starr, I think of Keith Moon. Also, I'm gonna call BS on the uh, hundred Gex has sold X amount of records because they've only charted once, <laughs> and it was Money Machine, probably. Uh, and hand crushed by a mallet. Really, is what is go. charted I mean, on Bill. probably because it TikTok. It to, that is a freaking good song. It peaked at but... 22. I don't know what that song is, and I okay, wait. I have a great Ringo is. story though. Anyway, this is a, this is one of my favorite moments that. When the four were all together, and uh, there was an interview, and it, it was with John Lennon, and uh, they asked John Lennon if Ringo was the greatest drummer ever, and John Lennon Not said- the greatest drummer in the Beatles. That's right. That actually never <laughs> happened. Really? That's completely fictional. Uh-oh, yeah. Mandela effect. Uh-oh. It's oh, Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only explanation for this is that Aaron grew up in a parallel universe. Yep. That- I did. I think, yeah. I actually did. You're actually right about it. Is that is that really not? It a true really story? never happens. It really never happens. Really, it, it I think really it never happened. It should have, but it never did. It, I'm gonna it, make it okay. Well, here's what I'll say about it. it. It's a good fanfic. It, it in it's ener- a great fanfic. In spiritual <laughs> energy, in spiritual energy, it did happen. That yeah. is their attitude. It's, that it, is their attitude. It, it happened through being t- falsely said. So many millions of times. Ne- yeah. No, no, it might ne- as well. Have next, happened. Damon's gonna be up here saying he didn't even walk across the crosswalk barefoot. Okay. They didn't. And then Tarantino's I, gonna. Disagree I have another with great you. Beatles story. He's like, no, I saw that. I saw toes it. on the screen, man. I, they actually created that album cover by No Control Z. When, when Dude, Abbey no Road. way. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. When uh-huh. when the Beatles claimed that they were bigger than Jesus. And then Liam Gallagher claimed that he was bigger than the Beatles. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's ironic. No, that's, that is that's true. Beauty. Undisputed. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's so, beauty. Uh, that's beauty. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Uh, if this is your first time here, uh, this is a great album. In case you haven't heard it, you know. No, no, no. Uh, no. Cut your freaking sarcasm. <laughs> Let's hear it. It was. It Let's, was Rolling Stones' number one album for decades on their list. It was. Told to me throughout my entire life by literally every music teacher I've ever had. Well, Rolling Stone says, and did you know Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts School Band? That's the first, <laughs> album re- first album recorded on a four track. And that's true. The first album on a four track, which is neat. But like, I, I've never, for my entire life, I've never escaped Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts. Like, <laughs> that, that tone, that, like, just talking about it. In that regard, I'm like, man. They made it known that it was recorded on a four track too with that panning. Oh, yeah. They made it known. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to stir up this review just for a second. Okay. Do you have an opinion of what you think are the best albums ever? <laughs> do you? For, do you my, personally? Well, my favorite. Wait, just got I, or. For so, best albums ever, or. I don't think. I have a favorite of my albums, but I, I would never say this so, is the greatest, like most influential, greatest. Like I, I don't have a Rolling Stones list. I so do, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go tell somebody that, that an album is a musical masterpiece. You would oh, never would. tell them that. And I'm going to hold because up Rush Because essentially Club. these people that are going, Sergeant Pepper's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Yeah. So it, it, they're sharing their opinion. Essentially when, you're saying, I'm annoyed that people shared their opinion, but I have mine, but they can't share theirs because that's essentially what it is. 
I'm listening to the conversation. I just want to see what it's ranked around because I've never actually looked at that. Here's, here's what I want to communicate to you. Well, they changed Jake it like last and, year. Oh, really? Well, especially especially yeah. Jake, but I think maybe Aaron and to a degree Cody are aware of this. I know Damon and I are especially aware of this because of the experiences we've had. I think it's easy to look at this reaction that Damon and I are having to the Beatles and be like, how can you... That's just somebody's opinion, bro. Like, what? Why are you so like mad that your opinion, dad man. likes it? Here's what I here's what I think is lost in our life experiences here, and here's what I want to communicate to you. In every single music history, how to record book, how to play an instrument book, buying songs on how to play instruments, every music critical review that you will ever look up. How, Every how single are, music professor but, but you will Logan, ever, ever learn something from. How old are you? How old are you? Every guitar teacher that you will ever take a lesson from. Every singing teacher you will ever take a lesson from. Any, Every piano teacher you will ever Any interview you watch from. with someone about like 30-ish, 30 or 40, yep. one of my greatest inspirations is the Beatles. <laughs> Every single one of your millennial and boomer co-workers. Every single one of your Gen X co-workers. About half of your peers. You got like and, millennial podcasters right here, man. All right. <laughs> and every time you bother to go buy some music paraphernalia, you, I promise, will be inundated with nonstop Beatles worship. And I don't understand what it is. You know, maybe I think you guys have had the privilege of studying computer science, uh, living in your own family, and your family has great music taste. But Damon and I have studied music academically. So we've been forced to be around these people <laughs> oh, in a capacity that makes us come to reckon with their opinions, not as if they were just mere harmless opinions, but as if they were facts that controlled our lives that we got tested on. Damon, let me ask you this question right now. Have you answered a quiz question or test question that was about the Beatles? Yeah. Can you say that if you are getting <laughs> yes. tested or quizzed on something as subjective as the greatest album of all time, that it truly is only a harmless opinion? I got graded on my knowledge of the Beatles, Jake. I have the right to call them stupid. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, take a step back here. You can, no, no. You can get loud. <laughs> And you know, scream this little nice narrative that you try to build. But let's be freaking honest. This was like fifty freaking years ago. I 60. wish it was I, fifty years this ago. Was, this was I like wish, you know what somebody okay, said today. You know ago? what somebody said to me today. 60. They said I went to Hawaii and there were tons of Japanese tourists there. And I thought, uh oh, I better be careful about what I say because of Pearl Harbor. And everybody there says, don't worry about it. Nobody cares about Pearl Harbor. You know what I wish we could do? Not care about the Beatles. Because you know what we do with most things, most historical events that happened 50 years ago? We discard them as historically irrelevant and we focus on our own thing instead of writing tests and papers about the Beatles. <laughs> so you yeah. never took a test about Pearl Harbor ever or like I don't know the con wait 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 answer on. the question see, did you see. ever take a test did you ever answer a quiz but question is, about Pearl Harbor it is answer not the an opinion no, no 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 answer the freaking question no 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 you answer this no, no. question you answer this question <laughs> you answer it, no. I'm the one asking you the questions you learned here. about Pearl Harbor and then you were tested on it the Beatles are history, my friend. I'm sorry. It's just history. So it's going to be there. And Pearl Harbor was like 80 years ago. It, oh, oh <laughs> wow. Okay. I talked to someone that's okay. older than Pearl Harbor Here's the deal. Today. Here's the deal. It's the really cool thing to hate on the Beatles because it makes you look like this really cool new age guy. I think 
you think but, it's cool? Because you talk to us and no. we pretend like it's cool. But you do you do not understand the complete the Beatles have their slimy, cold, dead marketing hands around the neck of music education. You can't learn jack about classic mo- rock, recording, piano, guitar, anything without feeling the Beatles slimy not even, fingernails not around even, your trachea. It's like a section on the Beatles trachea. too. It's like a whole section on the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. It's a unit. Like it's it's, it's a unit. Yeah. Here's the deal. Never had that. Here's the deal. Who's teaching these classes? Stephen Hendricks at Davis High. Uh, yeah, how old is he? <laughs> how old is he? Answer 50, the question. He's 58. So now. guess who was a teenager when the Beatles were big? Yeah. Guess what? That's when what you're freaking 50, you're still going to be like, oh, I love this artist. This is a great artist. It is and, true. Okay, wait. I I agree with you I to a, to a degree, but I have to actually weigh in here and say, do you think it's right for you to sit in like 20 years when we're all the what the high school teachers, our generation, do you think it's right to sit them down and be like, Skrillex, Skrillex is the greatest <laughs> artist of all time? I, I would and teach I, it and teach it. I'd here's sit down deal. and tell them that. Here's the deal: the you need to determine what teach means. Okay, if you're literally, if some teacher says, There's a, "You guys are the ones that freaking get pissed about me taking things too seriously," it's like you just have to tack on. This guy thinks they're the best artist. Yeah, yeah but it, it goes beyond okay. that. It, it, there are. Don't even tell me there's not textbook. I'm not trying to be contrarian here. I'm just saying, you, when you do break that down, there are textbooks. Okay, a, a lot of the reason is it's going to be freaking historical. This Man, was the I, first I'm, album I'm recorded gonna, on I'm Fortran. actually going to rebuttal you and say I think it's. I think it's still the norm to like the Beatles. I think hitting on the Beatles isn't the. Like it, I, I guess I think I think it's the hipster way. Yeah, but I don't think it's I don't think it's mainstream. Yeah, to be clear, like, I actually, they're still really mainstream. I, I like here's the Beatles. The I, I here's like the, them too. Here's the I, thing. I, I do. Beatles. Here's the thing. I'm I, I'm gonna show my hand here. Totally yep. show my hand. Do I really care about the Beatles? Not really. Yeah. Personally, but I also totally understand their place in history on the generation directly above us. Like literally directly above us. My dad when he he bought like. Beatles vinyls and he was all excited about it and whatever like literally it's just history and if you're that pissed over people's history deal with it honestly 20 more years most of the people that were there are gonna be gone at that point it's just people who like it for the historical value That's dark straight up let me tell you, that was let me tell you what the Beatles right. are. Hey, all right. Well, well, if they're complaining about it that hard, that's the truth. I want to tell you, they're something. the people that grew up with it. That's the thing. When I got when I got covioid, all right, and my mind ascended to the lower plane of reality, I realized something about the Beatles. All right, I had a little moment. Did you listen connection. to this while feeling? COVID symptoms? Luckily, no, no. That would have. Tra- <laughs> I don't think I would have come out of that week if that were the case. <laughs> Because unlike Damon and unlike Jake, I do care. And unlike Damon, I don't like the Beatles. So here's the deal. The Beatles are literally Drake. And what do I mean by that? (laughs) I mean that right now. They're Canadian. They rap. Yeah. And they got. And they love the Raptors. (laughs) They just. They love the Raptors. Yeah. Here's the deal. Drake has gotten a lot of hate in his career and is not generally really respected by his contemporaries for a number of reasons. Number one, basically everything that Drake does is just a more palatable version of what people are already doing in more challenging ways. DeBaby comes in with a crazy rapid flow, insulting people. He killed a guy in a Walmart. Drake just copies that flow for the safe middle class all over again. Let's take something else. Another reason Drake is not respected by his peers. Everything that he does, he usually gets to pretty late. Oh, 
big hype winning rap about basketball. He does that about a year later from Waka Flocka. Oh, dark, edgy mumble rap. He does that about a year later from when it was popular. Drake, however, is thought by Drake stands, which I partially am, to instead be inventing all these genres, to instead be at the cutting edge, to be creating this sound and bringing it to the modern artists and bringing it to a modern audience in a palatable way, right? And so we're all patting Drake on the back because we say, good job for inventing this thing, Drake. Now, I, I see through it all because COVID has given me eyes beyond eyes. And I know that Drake is good because he executes well and because he keeps it real, right? He doesn't claim to keep it perfect, but he keeps it real. Now, when I look at the Beatles... And I see them doing the exact same thing, ripping off their contemporaries and then doing the exact same thing everybody was doing a year later. Shout out to Pet Sounds. It sounds exactly the same as Sgt. Pepper, but came out a year and a half beforehand. Everybody knows the Beatles worship worship the Beach Boys. You found this on some forum. You've listened to it like... I did not. I did not. Well, I did get that from the Scroofy hate paper. He was was taught this in a music class. My eyes beyond eyes have shown me that the Beatles should be respected in 50 years about as much as drake is and i love drake i love drake but what is he really doing other than copying i mean other than shamelessly remarketing it for middle class white podcasters here's the deal drake has been on the top of the charts for like freaking how long like 10 years i mean drake has beaten the years for these streets now so if you want to talk about okay here's the deal you can say, "Ooh, all they're doing is copying," but I mean, sure, yeah, you can say that. I, I disagree with Logan's point. I think they're good songwriters. You get, you get <laughs> historical. He's been on the top for ten years. That I, doesn't I, mean I, nothing. I, and I've, and well, I don't get how we're disagreeing because I'm saying. I feel like people should respect the Beatles as much as they respect Drake now, which is not that much. I mean, if you like him, you like him, but. Let's be real about it. So, I don't know, even know why we're disagreeing. <laughs> I, I That's know, true. I, we're just I am starting a, to think that we're getting this, a little we're closer. Just, we're what just we're just like saying, guns but, drawn, and that's well, why it shows this album. But here's and the, no one's even talked about the album yet. Here's the thing, though. I'm just waiting. I just think that it's like, sure. I, I guess if you just walk around going, "Ooh, the Beatles are amazing," just because I was told they're amazing. Sure, I guess you can freaking. You know, I mean, you're a sheep, and you should feel freak. bad for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess that's... <laughs> yeah, re-examine that's your life. It comes to. Dang it. I do like the Beatles. Okay, here's what I, here's what I have to say about this album. It, it, first of all, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is not a good song. It honestly is. No, it's, it's not a good so song. Bad. It's not a good song. Like, and, to, I, I, and to jump on this, there is exactly one song on this entire album that didn't make me want to get COVID again and lose my ability to hear. Hey, Which better one? not be that Middle like Eastern a, one. Uh, predisposed bias. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, that <out> <laughs> beam by that. Hey, hey, wait, I, which one? Which one? I didn't hate for the be for the benefit of Mr. Kite. That, that one was a little fun. That one? That yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's weird and it's just like name dropping stuff. I was like, ah, you know, this is weird. I really <laughs> like the first track. You know what? At least by weird, it distracted me from how bad the rest of the album I'm gonna is. Say this. Crack. I'm gonna say this. I like the Beatles. <laughs> you like it, huh? A, a, a lot Wait of until it gets to me. A lot of what was happening true. in this in this particular album. Because the Beatles, you know, yes. Throughout their career, there's there's a lot of similarity, but there there are different flavors, and this isn't quite my favorite flavor of the Beatles. And I, you know, it had good stuff on it. I'm not the hugest fan of this album, top to bottom. On the this. Beatles, this was my first time listening to it. Yeah, the Beatles peaked at "Let It Be." That's a great song. 
Mm, I th- my I, favorite's still Rubber Soul. Do you want to know why? It's because that's all I've heard. Oh, <laughs> it's a good song. Right on. It's a good song. I, Let I it will be. say it's a great song. I will say a day in the life is probably my favorite Beatles song though. Mm. That one's good. Honestly, it's pretty good. Okay, it's it seems long. like it seems like Cody's got a lot to say. I, yeah, I l- a lot. Let me just say this. Eh. Eh. It wasn't overly bad. I wasn't like I wasn't like, "Oh my gosh, this is so bad. I want to get COVID again." <laughs> but I was, but I was sitting there going, "This really is not that great." But here's the deal. At the time, I'm sure it was a freaking blast. I I hate the guitar production in the first song i love that, that first song twangy guitar i, like I, I legitimately don't like i don't like that first song yeah i do but that's okay that's fine that's fine that's <laughs> yep. fine i'm not here to fight <laughs> in the fact, freaking chose in fact this album? i came yeah with nothing but peaceful intent all right let's hear it so i listened to this album for the first time today it's the first time in 26 and a half years i've ever listened to a beatles album wow my had no idea until today that my dad even likes the Beatles. Um, and I mentioned that we were, you know, listening to this album for the pod and he's like, Oh yeah, that was a cool album when it came out. And I was like, Oh, that's the most you've ever said about the Beatles. And I was like, cause he never really foisted any bands on me when I was a kid. He like showed me rush, but me getting into rush, I'm like a bigger rush fan than he's ever been. So I really liked it. And it, I realized at the end while a day in the life was playing, that I've heard some of these songs before, but not by the Beatles. Mm. The song A Day in the Life is covered by Boston hardcore band Ramala, and it's obviously like updated for like 2005. So there's, and the guy who wrote it, uh, Rob Lind, it's kind of crazy. And uh, there's like references to like 9 11 conspiracies and the US military like bombing Iraq. And it's still, it's the same song, just with like, the English army won the war is like the original one. It's like, no, the U S or it says the U S army just dropped some peace on the middle East. And then like the 3000 holes thing at the end, he's like, it's 3000 holes. And that's when we counted them all. That's how we knew how much it would take to make the towers fall. Like that kind of thing. But I was like, I've heard this song before. And then it like afterwards, I was like, Oh yeah, it's a Ramallah song. That's like a really weird crossover of worlds. But yeah, I'd never heard a Beatles album in my life until today. Wow. And I sat down and I was like, well, it was a thing in like middle school. I was like, man, I hate the Beatles Yep, because it was a popular thing to like them. So I was like, I'm going to be different. They don't have breakdowns. There's no riffs. So I was like, (laughs) I'm not listening to this crap. Paul can't tread. Yeah, no, literally. There's no solos on this, man. Give me my dream theater. Well, Helter Skelter was the first metal song. I've never I'm heard it. I'm saying that ironically, it's but not even. a lot of people say that. A lot of people do say that's that. A lot terrible. of people say that. The re- I, uh, I don't the know fact enough that people about, say that is the problem. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anything about metal history, so I can't say that. But I'm echoing other people's words by Helter Skelter's "The First Metal Song." Is that a song about Charlie Manson? Uh, <laughs> it ended up being about Charles Manson, but it was not the original intention. Well, no. I've literally I've never heard it, so that was like a sincere question. That the, wasn't me. The like, helter skelter scenario, his whole thing. Yeah, I've never even heard this before. Is that a Beatles song? Yeah, yeah. And now it's shorthand for race war. What we're getting demonetized this episode. <laughs> Our Patreon's closed. Yeah. Let me. So, let, you know what? I'm, I'm missing out on my fifteen hundred dollar paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm episode. sorry. You talking about the Ramallah song and it having all this deep content really reminded me of something that I felt while I was listening to this album. So we we get to the opening track, and I want to ask you guys, what do you like think makes <laughs> a great album? I think what 
truly makes a great album is how many ideas it presents to you for you to chew on, for you to really absorb. So let's soak in your brain, percolate a little bit and f- and crystallize into new beliefs. And I think the greatest albums do this in the most abstract way. We ask ourselves, so Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is trying to present to us a message. Consider that versus the message off Rockstar made by Playboy Cardi when he says, I got some bags, yeah. I got some racks, yeah. Or other lines like, even when I'm at a show, I keep one tucked. No. We stay thinking. We are thinking in our brains. What does he mean when he say that? I get what the Beatles are trying to say. The Beatles are trying to say that heartbreak has been a core component of many artists and leaders over their life. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But when Playboy Cardi says he's got some racks... Racks of what? What is he racking up? Come on, man. You what know. does he keep tucked <laughs> even when he's at his yeah, show? I, those are the questions I want to be asking, and those are the questions the Beatles never let me ask. Their songs are too obvious. I don't know, man. Playboy so, Cardi keeps you guessing. So, I'm, I'm gonna just be so straight, wait a minute. Wait, wait. I need to like. No, say no. This. I have really to important. say that this is also very important. This. I'm also going to forget this. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. Say it at the same time. Say no. it at the same time. No, I, <laughs> I have a very. All right, you go point. first. I'll remember. I'll remember. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band sold 32 million copies. The Beatles don't have to talk about racks. They've got them. It's fine. Like, <laughs> like they are so rich. They are so... Okay. Well, I mean, half of them are dead, but the other half are just astronomically wealthy. Did you literally just make this an argument about lyrics? I'm just saying Did, Whoa, 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 whoa. Answer yeah, the question. Yeah. Mr. Because lyrics are Are you a saying meme? memes aren't worth talking about? No. I've, I've never agreed with this stupid point in the first place. Is this a meme That's review? So right dumb. That That's the, so dumb, dude. That was the, yeah, that was a bad comeback. Lyrics are a uh, meme. Oh, memes are worthwhile, actually. Actually, <laughs> come on. I think you guys, if you guys think that that's a refutation <laughs> come on, to man. the argument, I don't think you guys understand what I mean when I say lyrics are a meme. And I'm not saying this in service of the point that I just made. You should made. probably just retract it at this point. No, 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 no. It, it no, really no, no. does. iPhone apology. iPhone apology, yeah, dude. Notes. Hey, you can copy mine. Yeah. I'll even give you a gun. To hold that on. is a good apology. <laughs> I hope you all understand. When I call something a meme, I don't mean that it's a joke. That it's meant to not be taken seriously. I mean that in the way that memes affect our life now. We have memes about kids planning to Naruto run around Area 51. We have memes that that get Oliver Tree to number one on the charts. (laughs) Memes don't mean not important. Memes mean that they've become this next level satirical, weird, bizarre, controlling force of whatever I'm describing them as. I would say that... Honestly, Hunter Gex is kind of a meme. That doesn't mean I don't listen to their music seriously, but that means that their appeal has transcended the traditional appeal. When I say meme, I don't mean joke. I mean something that is beyond, is another level above what it appears to yeah, be. No, so I, why do you use like the word the meme then? Why don't you just say Richard lyrics Dawkins are beyond? Definition. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like an infectious idea. Yeah. That's what it is. Why, and I, well, and why I haven't you said that? that? All right. Why haven't you said well, that about lyrics the whole time? Because that's implicit. Because people are supposed to figure it out. Lyrics are a meme, but when I say meme, I mean the deepest. They are the deepest. They are an infectious idea. Version of a meme, not the widely accepted societal. No, I say I literally, I literally mean the Richard Dawkins version, like it's an infectious idea. I will not accept that. Yeah, I will not accept that. I actually that is. 
entertainment. Is, that is unacceptable. That is bullcrap. If you meant that the whole time, then you would have just said lyrics are an art form that is unlike. No, we, we can't even comprehend uh, how okay, important wait, 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 it is. Wait, wait, wait. You can't just say it's a meme until you now. Know, but Damon, it's like, you're a zoomer. <laughs> no. You understand what a meme is no, better than anybody else. I use so meme would, as a. Why would as you a, of all people <laughs> think meme meant joke? You know how much memes control yeah, our lives. I personally this think is, that, this uh, is, uh, that's we what we everybody uses it as. has cheeseburger memes. Yeah. That's like 14 years ago. Jameson's listening. He's like, what is he talking about? No, hey, look, look. I am really not trying. I, I I understand what you guys are saying, but I also have no understood. I I'm not. I'm okay. Just I'm not trying to sound like I'm overtly on his side, but I do understand meme to mean more than joke, more than just joke. It is meme is culture. It, it is it is a centralized point of culture. It's all star. You know, it's that kind of stuff. And so, All-Star? like, when ah. he when he said meme, I didn't. I don't think just joke. I don't think just joke. That's how I interpreted it. I, Even though I know exactly what the Richard Dawkins definition is, I choose to not interpret it. I, I don't know. I think th- this sounds like retrospective but definition the way shaping. He's, yeah, but is you know, like, a, hey, uh, the way the way he's <laughs> delivered it, though. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I yeah, don't. No, don't, I agree. Don't let him get away with this. No, he's yeah. always said we're punishing him for his crimes. No, seriously, yes. he he Scarlet doesn't letter. say. He doesn't say. But you know, <laughs> lyrics an M. Just an M. A he red M. Because here's the deal. <laughs> he doesn't say lyrics are a meme. He says, but you know, lyrics are a meme. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, he says it like that. No, he, don't forget, he's always meant to is, be no, lyrics no, no. are a meme as a joke. And this All is right? more it than is a joke. He's saying it kind of as a joke. Okay, but it transcends just the podcast. Podcast. He will say that about just like freaking stuff in general. He'll be like, "Oh yeah, but X and Y is a meme," and you're like, <laughs> "Like that." And is- the way he enunciates his words is not Fantano. No, he Fantano says no, that's not right. a hot take. Fantano says that's all not I can a hot say take. is if you guys are literally trying to retrospect this oh, meme hey, thing. Hey. He's been saying no, this forever. I, no, 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 and this is okay, not. Wait, can I can I be completely clear that? Logan has overstepped his bounds with it. The, the way he said it, he has definitely said it exactly as you're describing. Brush off yes. lyrics aren't anything. But, They're a but meme. My, my yeah. like when I hear him say it's a meme, I I don't think it's just a, a like a knock knock joke. Sure, sure. Like there's more I, to, there's more nuance to the word meme inherently. True. Than joke, and, and that is great. Now that he's added this context, that's true. Previously, but until now, yeah, bef- <laughs> until, literally, that's that's it. Until now, it has been brush it off. They're insignificant. Either that or you guys that- were suffering the Mandela effect. Uh, no, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you're right. Hey, oh my I gosh, dude. No, he did. You just nobody told- heard me. You- no, I did. <laughs> Except and- for you, yeah. And I gave Shout you that proper credit because honestly, okay, that you just beetled to me. I'm late. Let me just, I'm late. Let me yep, just say I this. Beatles you. Okay, did. let me just say this. Or OG. I hope we never choose the Beatles again. Okay. Oh, oh, I hope we don't never choose that Beatles up because it's gonna happen. Now that you've said okay. that, uh, I got, I got, us. I got. We're doing Revolver next week. <laughs> oh man! <gasps> All right, music news. Oliver Tree, go and comment. I want the video. No, I don't I want, want the, the video. video. Buy your tickets to Thundercat at Gallivan Center. I just want to be that guy. Like hypothetically, could he just never get to a hundred thousand comments, and then we've killed Oliver Tree? Like we could just leave him dead in the water on this. Do you think that's possible? DJ it's been significantly slower world. than the last time. Except, mm. except he might do reverse and just 
drop it down to 85,000 comments. <laughs> he can edit his original. Yeah, yeah. I, I would admire, and not that I have any respect for this man at all, <laughs> despite, I'm pulling full Damon on this one. I don't like him, I don't respect him, and I'm not changing my possession he, on that. He, he writes bangers. In fact, I value being closed-minded above his videos, everything else. His videos are awesome. Here's mm. here's what I say, though. If you like Quentin Tarantino, you should if like man, all retrieve videos. If a man no. is willing to stake <laughs> his reputation on coming back a year later, putting out one Instagram post and saying, hey, please get a hundred thousand comments or i'll never come back i respect a man that could actually stake his reputation on that which is why i want us to kill him forever by leaving it at six thousand just not touching him again yeah the way how do you know it's a six thousand because it was in the screenshot that you said. Oh yeah, no, he. he uh, you think I'm an in, uh, inconsiderate uh, friend? Hey, no, I'm I was. Up, I was trying I to blocked. dig on that one. That was curious, <laughs> but. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know what? If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. I hope, I hope he just like doesn't get enough comments and then doesn't come back. And you know what? If that's how he goes out, if that's how he goes out, he will earn a modicum of respect from a less than six figures music podcaster in a basement in Utah. You and I know, think uh, he will, he will appreciate. You want to know? In my personal opinion, the benchmark of cringe All of is cringe. when you want another artist to die. We don't want him to that die. is we one of the biggest whoa, benchmarks, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bench, benchmarks of cringe I can think uh, of. You know what is a benchmark of cringe is sussy sus. Sussy sus. That yeah. is horrible. <laughs> Peaking mics, man. That is yeah, no, straight, peak yeah. that mic. He just straight up, he announced, I am a TikToker. Hello, yeah, I am Fantano, sussy sus. Well, not only that, but he's like hitting the Among Us stuff literally a year after it's relevant. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't play it. Dude, anybody that plays Among Us frequently anymore and is still saying sus. Dude, at Disney fans. World, there were a bunch of like tourists with Among Us shirts. I had tourists, though. That's different. I'm willing to give them a little <laughs> bit of like a benefit of the doubt because they definitely came in on the like. Well, the if we, do you think that that. Fantano was doing this sussy sus as a, as even a joke. If like he's making it fun of. Even no, if, make fun if it's of ironic, whatever whatever the context, I hated it. I cringed and yeah. yeah. No, no, I agree. I'm I agree. I'm just trying to figure yeah. out where it came from. Uh, okay, no. Even if he's trying to be ironic, he did it in such a way that he's clearly trying to get clout with the Zoomers, but in a way that the Zoomers see right through. I think. Every, yeah. I think literally everybody hates this video. It's post irony. <laughs> What what's the post- how many dislikes post- are there? Post- irony. Go dislike that video. Okay, I'll go. I, will. <laughs> I really Seriously, just because you said it, I will. For a long, long time, that any video made with as long as a video was ironic, as long as it was made to wink at the things that was talking about, as long as it was made to you know kind of lampshade it's subject matter that I could probably like it, that I could probably understand the nuance in which the creator is actually trying to communicate the message. But man. Yeah. Man. But man. <laughs> but man. <laughs> but man. But man. Honestly, and like, I don't know. I, it was okay enough, but like he was doing, a, like he was taking those meme effects like way, way a little overboard for me. The second I hear it, the sussiest among us. I'm like, Fantano, if I ever see your bald head in public, man, we're fighting. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it's I, on job. Is this, this is another us. one of those things where I can't tell if it's me or if it's an actual change that he's making. Like, is it just me or has he started aggressively marketing to like Mimi Zoomers oh, no, yeah. he has, in a way that he well, did not previously. We already, we already talked about the, the pizza slice video that was basically on. one of those Gordon Gordon Ramsay reacts to food I videos. I have a point of reference here that I need to like make. 
Cal Chuchesta? Is he still in Fantano videos? I feel like Chuchesta was different though. Like that's hot, what I'm saying. Because that was like dinner. A, that's a classic. This was like 2011. <laughs> Honestly, hot I was dinner in high school when Cal Chuchesta was like yeah. in all of his videos. I, I, I don't mean like hot aggressively Mimi Zoomers like <laughs> like old filthy Frank or Cal Chuchesta because I still in a weird teenager way identify with a lot of that well, humor. Filthy Frank is hilarious. Yeah, like, he to is this funny. Day. And I, when I hear Joji, I'm like, man, I want to cry. I'm gonna go watch that video of Filthy Frank with a gun in his mouth. I'm gonna go watch <laughs> ET2 classic, classic video. Yeah, I hot <sighs> dinner. Hot dinner. hot dinner is freaking funny. <laughs> hot dude. dinner that is great. Is, that was such a time in life, like 2012, when he like blew up out of nowhere, and I'm just like, yeah, this is insane. This has got to be me getting older. Yeah, That's, welcome. It's got to be yeah. it. Welcome like, to being a boomer. It's, it's Anthony Fantano clinging to his youth. It's somehow, but he like That's 35. But he like made it through 30 through 34, like not really doing but stuff TikTok, like this. TikTok's what, where all the zoomers are. Yeah, and. He wants in. Yeah, he, he wants, wants in. in. He, he, he wants really in. does. I, okay. He did say something that I thought. <laughs> he really I thought it was at least interesting it's from so a clear. music critic perspective, where he said he was like, "I'm on TikTok and I'm participating in TikTok because I feel like it's it got will, a great music community." That's a lie. Well, like, that is what he said. I yeah, don't I agree know. with that. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. But, but. I think he does rightfully understand that TikTok does does and will continue to significantly impact the way that most people are discovering and identifying with new music. I just really hate everything that he's done as a result of him expressing that uh, realization. <laughs> it's, it's seriously, yeah. I want in. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. that's it exactly is. what it is. I now hate Fantano. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to like Fantano. We're gonna have to dish this the segment. This segment has actually well, turned me against Fantano. I think it has too. Because and I I, again, I'm not sure if it's him. Maybe he just did this over the course of while we were doing this segment, or maybe Jake's mission has been evilly realized as it was meant to be. Well, I don't know. For me, I like Fantano. I was fine with his music reviews. I used to watch them all the time when he'd like post yeah. a new one. I was always gonna watch it like day one. Yeah. I haven't watched a Fantano. Now it's video fun. Now it's fun all. to just like meme Except on what him he has for. Sent us. Liking Billie Eilish and giving... There's worse things. Didn't he give Porter still. Robinson an eight recently? I don't even know if that album was any good. Hey, man, it wasn't that bad. The Grass one? It's yeah, actually the, the Grass one. The grass Does anybody one. know what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how good the album art was. There you, know? you go. I, I yeah. identify it by the album I art. I did listen Bjork to one Fantano <laughs> video recently. It was the new Cannibal Corpse record. He reviewed it, and he's like, yeah, this is a death metal record. I'm like, well, yeah, it's Cannibal Corpse. He's like, seven out of ten. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> cool. I was like, it's got more riffs than your weak self could ever take anyways, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, poor Fantano. I, 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 my problem. I, I definitely have felt well, you know, a loss. Like, I, it's embarrassing to watch just disconnect when that when this happens like this because it's like he he was on top of his own empire but now he is disconnected from what, uh, i don't know maybe this marketing move uh, will really work out for him you know maybe <laughs> no, maybe that maybe the zoomers are gonna love fantano i just really like cannot picture like a 14 year old watching minecraft youtubers all day and and tiktoks to playboy cardi sega genesis remix and being like anthony fantano i can't wait to sit down and watch album reviews and maybe they will maybe it'll work out but 
Yeah. That, that either means his core content has to change, or I really, that, I on a new level do not understand teenagers. That just made me feel so much older, because there's this guy I watch on YouTube pretty frequently. His name's Derek Higgins. He's like a former record store owner. He's like 50-something. He's got so many records. And so he'll just break out like obscure ones. And be like, this is what I'm listening to today. And I watch it. Like every day I'll sit and watch it. <laughs> and I'm like, now you just said that. And I was like, man, maybe I am a boomer. I mean, I've already accepted that and I'm fine with it. We need like I'm a just new really cementing it at this point. <laughs> yeah. We need like a new internet that's just for jaded millennials. It's called, yeah, Reddit. No. We already have it. <laughs> no, Reddit's just as bad now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm only on like millennial pages on Reddit. So. It's quite a state of affairs. Yep. No, L- no LSD for me. No uh, LSD for uh, Edge. I'm really confused what prompted this title. Because the Beatles were doing tons of LSD with Sgt. Pepper. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Think about it. Wow, LSD. you just expanded my Isn't brain. that crazy? I learned that yeah. in, I learned that in You're high now, school. That piece of From information is now taking up a whole kilobyte of space in my brain that I never I, wanted so to be dedicated to, to the talk Beatles. About, like, these teachers <laughs> that were like obsessed with the Beatles. I, was, like, I never had that. The it's closest real! I ever got, well, I guess Bob Spencer kind of liked the Beatles. I, mean, I should say he really liked him, but he never like... Dude, voiced it. Guess who was, we saw on Saturday? Was it Bob? Yep. I love Bob, dude. I know. Um, but the only other person that I can think of that was like that was Dave Hopkins. Or Mr. Adams. I never had him, so I don't know anything about him. But Mr. Hopkins was, U2 is the band for him. And so I'd sit and talk about U2. Mr. Yeah, Adams. Mr. Spencer you? had that freaking poster of uh, Yoko Ono and uh, John Lennon. John Lennon up on the wall. Didn't you have that experience with Mr. Adams where he walked into the room and he was watching a Who concert with a Who t-shirt? Yeah. And then he's just like, you're like, whoa, the Who, I love the Who. And then he's like, yeah, you want this? And he started Yeah, he started taking on shirts. like, all right, Howard, calm down. I was like, I was calling teachers by their first names at that point. It's fine. You were were that kind of guy. I can tell. Yeah, he was. Well, I was friends with all the social studies department Uh because I took every class except for what Kevin. Kevin. Kevin? Kevin Pusey. Oh, yeah, no, I'm still on a first-name basis with Dude, him, and Dave Hopkins, and Bob Spencer, freaking. Brad Chapel. like, you name him. Welcome know to him. the Utah Education System podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's our favorite teacher. Bob's of the week, Bob of baby. the week. Let's go. All right, yo. Um, this has been uh, a long time coming. I've chosen it on this show before, I think, but it was forever ago, and I don't even think it's on the new playlist. Sicko before mode. it doesn't exist. It's sicko mode. Original version, not even Skrillex <laughs> remix version. That goes hard. I'm no. just going to pick sicko mode every week. <laughs> no, um, seriously, though, like, totally 100%, 100%, 100%, shooting straight. That's why I did that. 100% shooting straight. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. It's a bit of a mystery. It's here's the deal. It is literally one of my favorite songs ever written. Top three favorite songs. Grand Monsters Nice Price. Ever. No, but that is a good one. Top three favorite songs ever. Projector. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Projector <laughs> off Eden's newest album, dude. Wow. wow. Seriously. It's a big statement. That song, when it first came out, I slept on it so hard. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, this is this is pretty good. And now in the last couple of months, dude, like I understand this song on a whole new level. And I have been listening to it way too much this week. Holy crap. My last FM is like not forgiving me because it is just like destroying everything else. But anyways, great song. Also comes from a great album. But if you haven't heard it, go listen to the song Projector. It also has arguably my favorite music video ever shot. So anyway. That's what I'm throwing on the playlist. It's a cool music video, no doubt. 
My favorite's still gotta be uh, the mystery of chess boxing. That's a cool music. Nice, video. very. Nice. Or Bernie Sanders by Nothing. That's a cool music video too. But anyway, uh, the Militia by Gangstar. That's a good one. If you just play that song on repeat with two second crossfade, it just feels like an infinite song, and it's really nice actually. And uh, goes hard. Got some nice verses. Got some nice rhymes. And nice. I like Gangstar a lot. Put them in the playlist. Rest in peace, Guru. Yep, straight up. That's all. Is it just me or has the Spotify mobile app just become completely unusable? Like I can't I can't be the only one, right? No. Where like I, this I, last I do update, actually agree that the, the playlists are screwy now. It's not unusable, but it bugs me. Like yeah. I I find it nearly like I have to think so consciously about what I want to accomplish when I open the Spotify app now. Like I have to I have to dedicate like 80% of my brain and I have a very smooth small brain if you people Same. don't get it but I I have to think so hard to find new music and to find my old music on Spotify like the fact that the fact that first off now when you go to the library it, it's just completely shuffled it's just picking a new order to sort them in every time yeah the fact that on your homepage the recently played isn't even at the top top bar anymore it's like an, an icon that you have to click in the top right i don't no. even know how to find non-recommended music on spotify comedy anymore. hours yeah what <laughs> what is that doing at mine, the, mine the prime still, real estate still does the thing at the top yeah so it yeah. still does that but first off i don't remotely understand how that works those top six selections there yeah it seems like, to be I freaking listen to sergeant peppers once which i broke my rule usually i listen twice but i listen to this once and it's on there yeah why 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 is it Why? there? Like, yeah. it doesn't function like a normal recently played. It's always suggestions taking up, like, the first two rows of real estate. And the library button is unusable. So, unfortunately, the only way that I've been able to use Spotify for the past two weeks with the very minuscule, smooth brain that I have is just to listen to the same two songs on repeat. And one of those songs samples that other song. So, it's Genie by BB and the Q Band. It's an old disco song. And it may or may not be in Wish by Denzel Curry. And the original song may or may not be a bop but i can only listen to two songs because spotify is dang near unusable right i feel that actually i've been listening to like the same three songs too and i usually haven't been because of spotify yeah dude i I can't comedy hour then jump back in and then recently you know what usually like i don't agree with you on the spotify wham but this one i actually agree like i i'm just triggered this is the main thing i'm triggered you just go to library and like all my it used to be in the order I set it up on my computer. Yes. And now it's not. And now it it's the order you play me. them. Yeah. So if you ever listen yeah. to like an album, just then it just shows up above the playlist yeah. or anything. Yeah, that's annoying. Infuriating. And it doesn't yeah. even like I got used to it defaulting to playlists. So I was like, oh, it's not about albums anymore. It's not about an individual artist that I have save. It's about playlists. But now they have this dumb tag system where they're like select the album deselect and yeah. filter your search and it's like who would listen to music this way i agree Zoomers. yeah no i, I agree i do Except actually agree i'm glad that we've one. we've gotten you somewhat out of the covioid here yeah this is this has been helpful actually <laughs> all the so wait, is it dissipating is it wish on zoo yeah dude yeah freaking fantastic album <laughs> That really is. It's true. That really, really it. is. It's a perfect summer rap album. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, he's wearing a Gangstar t-shirt right now. Yeah. Damon, as always, is the realest fan of yeah. everything that I know. Yeah, he's always like, okay, by the way, I'm wearing a t-shirt of my Bop of the Week. Yeah. I respect yeah, that dedication. I do, too. Good. That's it's a big good. boy. All right, Cody. 
Uh, before I get into it, I looked at my last FM because Jake triggered that like neuron in my brain. I was like, oh, I'm curious what my like weekly stats look like. <laughs> my number one artist has 13 times as many plays as the next artist. Wow. Yep. There you go. And I was like, oh, I have been listening to a lot of Porcupine Tree. It's not just me <laughs> going crazy. Um, that said, my bop of the week is Heart Attack and a Lay-By by Porcupine Tree from their album In Absentia. A very calm song about a man pulled over on like what is kind of like here a rest stop kind of thing they call them laybys in britain and uh he's having a heart attack and dying and he's thinking about how his wife's going to be waiting for him at home but she's not going to know that he's dead it's kind of a depressing song but wow it's just like beautifully written very i, I dig that concept over love songs any day of the week hey man I like it something is like a love something, song. Something, that is a love song, but like something creative, you yeah. know, not just she's but it beautiful. Is, it and I love Stephen her. Wilson's the best oh no! If I do recall, okay. if I do recall, Logan said, "Being something new, aka creative, is a meme. <laughs> it, it's thinking it has but, to be but, new hey, to be good. By, but by meme, not he means it. the most tremendous but, oh, human invention of See, all time. Now <laughs> it all makes." Sense. Gosh dang! I really, really need to revise. This. I need to put out some official statements. <laughs> do it, on please. The website. Please do it. <laughs> iPhone we notes. Should, no, we should give Logan a place on Nitwick.com to like describe his ideology. I have a place. Yeah. I just don't use it. You need to use it. I uh, think because I think because somewhere along the line, I don't know what internet content creator I learned this from because all of them have gotten canceled for thinking this very thing. Somewhere along the line, I figured that if I said something, somebody with a brain as similar to the smoothness patterns of my own would just kind of understand what I mean when I say things. It turns out that has never been the case. And now I can offend people for saying all British rap sounds goofy because they clearly don't understand that a statement like that cannot be said without nuance except by an insane person. Echo exit in the UK that yours just started ringing. He's talking about me. <laughs> I love that there's a single user who has taken a literal ground pounding. Uh, and, he, and he or she doesn't even know. Um, they have maybe no they clue. They might know. They might. They maybe maybe might. they're a big fan Echo of the X show. Jameson. <laughs> and mm. Shinefield. You know what, Echo Ek, if you're listening... Please drop us a line. We would love to know if you're there. We'll have you on. We'll have you a on. Of the pod. Yeah, we'll have you on, man. We we use StreamYard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, my bop this week, it's a new song by the Marias. Um, I think I've talked about the Marias before, but they kind of just write. Usually it's very ambient, slow, kind of bedroom pop type stuff really good i don't know what any of those words mean new single though it is a uh, hush and it's really good really ambient cody i thought no, no, you no, were no, a man the, of taste the bedroom pop i'm like i've never heard these you've two never heard together. the word bedroom and the word I mean, come <laughs> on cody where do you thought. sleep it's a colloquialism no, no no i mean like is a genre defining thing yes i've heard bedroom and pop is like separate thoughts but not the same i was worried things. for a second okay. i mean if you'd never heard pop i think i would respect that actually i mean i just way. heard a beatles record all the way through for the first time in oh, my life today. good lord yeah same here this is my first time listening to a full actually i think it was my first time as well yeah you've put you've that. popped a lot of uh you've made it you've we're a lot of first timers out here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was... Nine year old atheists are like, where was Logan going with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the LSD not with me podcast. Oh, you changed it. Yeah. It's, you it's, do it's, LSD it's, by yourself. It's a, LSD you can do it by in yourself. the car, LSD in the bar, Just LSD in your house, LSD. 
On the couch. On the couch. But not with us. <laughs> but not with us. Catch you next time. <laughs>